welcome to the diving pod i'm heath calhoun and i'm aaron rooney and as you know this podcast is brought to you by sideline scout uh, we just got a great update on poolside live which has this clipping feature um, it's super easy it's super convenient uh, basically you just uh, hit this little scissors button and it clips the last 30 seconds and then it pulls up this qr code which you can just scan immediately with your uh, ipad for the team and then uh, that just gets archived and you can then send that video out to your team at the end of practice so really it doesn't take away from any practice time which i absolutely love you you don't have to sit there and and sit and video record the screen you just download that little clip and move on and you know, at the end of practice, you distribute all the videos to wherever they need to go, whether it's a smack or an, an awesome thing that you're working on. Uh, it's been absolutely phenomenal. So get over to sidelinescout.com. Use our link tree um, on Instagram there. That kind of helps us out. Let lets them know that we're spreading the good word of Sideline Scout. Awesome. So we're going to jump in here. Um, for those of you that have been watching the World Championships, or excuse me, the World Cup, the 2022 World Cup, um, we just kind of wanted to give a quick shout out and congratulations to the people who have been on the podcast. So Sam Pickens was a finalist on women's three meters. So congrats to Stan- Sam still doing it. Um, Carson Tyler finalist on men's three meter. Brooke Schultz was a bronze medalist with her teammate, Kristen Hayden in the three meter women's synchro event. And Brandon Lociavo, a bronze medalist coming back um, on men's 10 meter, just an awesome, awesome job and a whole a great, a great job as a whole from team USA. Um, Aaron is going to kind of talk a little bit about the team event that took place and how we did. Yeah. Team USA took home the gold medal in the team event. Um, it was kind of a cool format. You know, you had one dive from Kristen Hayden on three meter. Um, I think she did back two and a half pike. And then there was a dive from Tyler downs on three meter. And then there was a, 10 meter dive by Zach Cooper and then Katrina Young. And they did a synchro 10 meter dive as well. It was a cool format Four different people represented. I think there were only four or five teams. Um, Malaysia struggled a little bit. I kind of felt for them. To see what uh, people we had doing, which dives and what role they had, whether it was synchro or you know doing dives on their own it was it was just fun it was cool and they were good enough to take home the the gold medal just barely they kind of missed the last dive um needed like 45 and and they they missed inward three and a half i think both of them actually went over uh but still ended up getting 46 and took home the win there so that was kind of a fun one to watch definitely something different awesome so um we are going to do a 2022-2023 NCAA Division One prediction episode today. Um, Aaron and I have been trying to talk about maybe some different episodes to bring to you guys, so it's just a little bit different. So we are each going to try our best to predict and maybe give you a reason or not as to why we think this person will win the event come March. Um, we're going to go through women's first, followed by men's. And the one trick to this is we can't pick the same person. So we will alternate. Um, I have uh, women's one meter up first, if you're good with that, Aaron, and I'll let you go first, um, and tell us who you, you think is going to win and why. All right. I, I feel like I am very fortunate to be able to go first on this one. Um, we know Sarah Bacon graduated. So for me, honestly, it's, it's kind of an easy pick, but that makes me a little nervous in the fact that like, okay, there's, it's either this person or the field. 
and sometimes the field is a little better bet. Uh, but I'm definitely going to go with Mia Valle. Um, she's been diving incredibly well. We know she's pushing some of those bigger dives. Um, she's just, she's in, incredibly enjoyable to watch and I love what she's doing with her diving. So yes, I'm definitely going with, with Mia on the one meter. So I was trying to think about this one and trying to think of different people to pick. Um, and I was kind of stuck between three, the three that I was trying to decide between were Aranza Delaney and Mia's teammate, Emma, especially yep. after we got to interview Emma and find out that she basically had like a crash course of NCA diving last year with um, getting over here to the States. But I think the person that I decided I'm going to go with is Aranza from UNC. Right. Um, I think just primarily, cause I know she had that just phenomenal freshman year. And I think she just missed out on NCAA championship that year as well. Just missed out on this last year. And we know she has the dives and I just think she is a killer competitor and I really can see her pulling that one out. Um, so I'm really yeah. excited. I think, I think the women's meet's going to be really fun this year. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Emma, Emma Gullstrand again mm -hmm. from Miami. I think she could make, um, I think she could make a run. I think yeah. it would not be a shock to hear any of those three at the top. Yeah. You know, names we didn't quite mention, but still are unbelievable. Obviously, Delaney Schnell, Haley Hernandez, Margot O'Meara, um, Taryn Gilliland. All of those ladies were in the finals last year, along with Maha Amer from Florida. Uh, but yeah, like we say, you know, those those four between Mia Aranza, Delaney and Emma Gullstrand, that should be a really, really fun competition. Yeah, absolutely. So next up, we have women's three meter. Uh, last year's champion was Sarah Bacon. I'll let uh, you go first then. And uh, second place last year was Kristen Hayden, who I believe is also gone. And so this one was, again, I think this one's going to be really tricky. I think some of these are hard. Yep. Um, and I think I bounced between the two names that we kind of see, here, like uh, Delaney and Mia. And uh, I'll be, I, I feel like I just have to go with Mia on three meter because wow. I, think, I think Mia is like getting really dialed in, in terms of this last put or this next push for the Olympics and the summer she had competing at the level she got to compete at. I think she is uh pretty well ready for this. And I think Randy and Daria will have them ready down there, but I think you could pick any of these women and people that aren't even on the list and you could be right. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb on this one. Um, I'm not going to pick somebody that was in the finals. I'm looking at the console finals last year and she was not even in there. So I'm actually going to go with Emma Gallstrand. Uh, yeah. I think, I think that'll be a good pick there. Um, Aranza would be a great pick. She was in the, the console final. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I I've seen Emma dive enough to know, like she's got it, you know, and if yeah. all of it comes together at the right time, I think that would be, it's kind of a bold call. I I'm, I'm trying to not go with, you know, the super obvious one. Like I did the first, in my opinion, on one meter with Mia, but um, yeah, I think that would be a great pick. You know, Delaney Chanel was a tough one not to go with, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll end up going with Emma for women's three meter. Well, I, I also think something I noticed, at least on these two springboard events, is we're sitting here trying to decide between these Miami divers, and it really just goes to talk about, we talked about this quite a bit on the podcast, is having elite teammates. Having elite teammates is such an advantage for those of 
those athletes that choose that and choose maybe a little bit of a harder route to have teammates that can beat you any given meet. But like, it's that iron sharpens iron. And I really, really think that there's something to that. And they've always seemed to have it down there at Miami. And when you look at the remaining list, you see Taryn Gilland is a returner, Delaney Schnell, um, Carolina Sculte, I believe Haley Hernandez. Like we know they have elite teammates, but that Miami crew on springboard with Mia and Emma is something different right now. And I know IU has elite teammates as well. And Texas is the same situation, but I think there's something to that. So uh, you are up next, sir, with women's tower. Women's tower. Yeah. I just pulled up the finalists from last year and um, you know, I looked at the console finalists and I, I just kind of came back to this finalists list uh, of Taryn Gilliland, Delaney Schnell, Jordan Skilkin, Janie Boyle, Maggie Merriman. I'm going to get this one right because I heard them announce this at world cup. <laughs> it's Nika Agunbiade. And I'm very confident with that. <laughs> so we're going with nice. that. And then uh, Abigail Napton and Paula Pineda. Um, to be honest here, I really, I, I think Delaney's going to get it. I'm going to go with Delaney Schnell. I know Taryn Gilliland had an incredible meet last year. It's, it's hard to, um, not have an Indiana diver yeah. as a national champion. It's hard to really kind of wrap my head around that, but I don't know, man. I just, I think Delaney Schnell is going to get it done and, um, we'll see what we get. How about you? Yeah. I, uh, I, I feel like just looking at this and knowing, I think you said it best. It's hard for me not to pick an IU diver to win. So I feel like I do have to pick Taryn because All right. I do know that she was coming back from that injury. Um, from a couple years before for Olympic trials. I remember them talking about. Um, so I think just seeing her healthy and competing is just awesome to see. Um, I guess before we go to the men, I would have a question for you. Do you have any sleeper picks on any of the events that you would like to put out there? I mean, I feel like Jordan Skilkin is not really a sleeper in women's platform, but she absolutely could win it. Um, I also don't want anybody to sleep too hard on Nika. She is, Mm -hmm. upgrading her list i just watched her at the world cup she looks phenomenal um and those usc divers there's always something about usc and tower ever since the days of um Haley ishimatsu mm -hmm. you know you always have a usc diver that's that's super good on tower so i don't know i i feel like that would be maybe a sleeper um if you know, you consider last year getting yeah. sixth place in the, yeah. in the nation, a sleeper, you know? I, yeah. I think if I was going to put out there, like a really sleeper pick is the person I, I almost considered saying is like, but I think it maybe would have been a little too bold is Darren Wright from Purdue. Oh Yeah. There you go. Because I know she is an elite tower diver that can put it together and she's just a freshman at Purdue. So maybe not getting a little too ahead of ourselves, but they always tend to do well there on tower in Purdue. Um, and they have a good crew coming back with Maggie Merriman, I believe is back for her uh, grad year. So um, that would be kind of like my sleeper in the women's event. It's very interesting. I think that a lot of the um, people were picking on springboard. I don't even think we really discussed an underclassman, a freshman or sophomore. You mentioned Haley Hernandez. Um, and there is no doubt in my mind. And I think it's important for us to say, we know we're not naming everybody that can win. I think before we even came on, we're like, someone's going to win that we didn't even mention and it's not meant as a slight. It's just, we are trying to be as accurate as we can and uh, see how it shakes out. And I think it's important if you are listening and you think someone else might win, 
you should absolutely send us a message, text Aaron or I, leave it in the uh, review tab. So that way, if you're right and we were wrong, we can give you a shout out come the end of the year. We'll write them all down and we'll see who was all right and go from there. So um, it is not meant as a slight. It's just we're trying to pick who we think wins. And I, I was with you, though. I think I would have struggled to not pick Delaney. All I know is this. Delaney Schnell needs to win one. She's too good to not win one. So uh, she needs to bring home a national championship. So we're cheering for everybody. And uh, we just want to see great diving. And I get talking about this, this event and these events in general just gets me really excited for women's NCAAs this year. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. They just continue to push the envelope, especially on springboard. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to hopefully start seeing on Instagram, some reverse three and a halfs. Uh, I know they, a lot of the teams just started spinning they just started that phase of, hey, let's get some optionals going. So it's still very new in the season. But I know that's a dive that Aranza certainly is capable of. Mia is capable of. Uh, I would think Emma Gullstrand is capable of. And it, it would just be kind of a monumental dive just to see completed. Uh, and I'm really, really pumped up for that. Yep, I agree. So uh Let's jump into men's um, one meter here. And, yes. Uh, you get so, to go first. Uh, I'm so glad you're going first because this is tough. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's not fun. <laughs> Curtis is gone. Juan is gone. So we have Andrew, I believe. I think on. I think I saw on Swim Swam that he might have a half year, a year left. So we have... So I think that that was out there on Swim Swam, but I'm not sure. Jonathan Sukow, Lyle Yost, Quinn Henninger, um, Bjorn from Arizona, and Anton Down Jenkins, I believe, are all back. Um, I would – oh, man, you're right. My heart really wants me to pick Lyle with his monster, monster list. Yeah. Um, Yes, but I just struggle. If Andrew's diving, for sure, I would pick Andrew. But I think for fun, I'm going to go with Lyle and his monster list. Wow. Nice. Um, just because I want to continue to see people push that boundary on one meter. And I think he's one of the few people that's really getting after it on one meter. So I think I'm going to go with Lyle. Okay. I like it. I'm going to try to pick different people. I hope you don't pick my three meter guy because now if I'm I'm basing my one meter pick on three meter, um, right. So I I am gonna go with Andrew. I'm gonna go with Andrew Capobianco on one meter, um, and hope you don't sneak in my guy on three meter because I just think he's I think he is not talked about enough. But we'll <laughs> get there. Um, yeah, Andrew's Andrew's doing a massive list. But you mentioned Lyle. Lyle is a guy that if his list goes well, like yeah. nobody will beat him. He's doing the hardest list. It's really impressive. It's really cool to see. Um, he's powering through a whole bunch of DD and it's awesome. And we'll be cheering for some big scores on a big list yep. like that. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I think, I think it'd be really fun to see Lyle win it as well, but I'm going to go with Andrew on one meter. Yeah. Um, and, and I know who you want to pick on three, so I won't pick them. <laughs> Um, just to be nice, I'll let you have the bold call. Um, I, I think on three meter, you know, I think I would, I just have to go with, on, or, or you get to pick first actually. Cause I went first on mental. Oh, you're so right. You get to pick oh, first. So go ahead. This actually makes it way tougher. I didn't want to go first. on three meter. Um, let me look at consoles. 
Okay, I I have I have two picks. One of them is insanely bold, and the other one is a little less bold, but still bold. Can I pick two? You can mention both, but then you have to pick one. Uh, all right, I'm just gonna go real bold. I'm gonna pick Jonathan Sukow. Wow, nice. I'm gonna pick Jonathan Sukow to win three meter. I, there was something about his front four and a half, and it was just like, you know what? This kid's going to put it together with another year. I just, I think, I know it's bold, but I, I'm i going with it. I'm really, nice. really going with it. But the other one I was going to pick, this is even more bold. It's a kid who, if he's on, I truly think nobody in the country can beat him. But when he's not on, you know, he's just either, he's, he's either, you know, making the final or, or making the console final, but that's Carson Tyler. I think if Carson Tyler is on, he is winning. I, I, and he's, he's got a rip. That's crazy. His body lines are phenomenal. Um, I, I think if he can put six dives together, I think he's the guy to beat. Right. Yeah. And then I think um, for me, at least on three meter, I, I think I have to go with Andrew. I think yeah. Yeah. knowing, knowing what Andrew's goals are, um, you know, you would imagine he wants to be at the next Olympics you know, you keep kind of seeing IU share a little bit of things he's working on and I'm excited to kind of see how that progresses. But I, I think I have to go with Andrew. If I, if he wants to keep pushing towards his goal, he's definitely, he's got to destroy everybody here and, and do his best to dominate and keep building from there. And um, I think that'll still, again, I think it's going to be nice to, I think we're going to see some different names in finals. I just kind of have a feeling that yeah. we're going to see a big shakeup. Like I do think the names we will see consistently andrew jonathan anton down jenkins um and then i really think we're gonna see a lot like i saw right now tyler downs is not listed on purdue's roster so hope all is going okay with him um i know we know he competed at the world cup but um you know of those names we only mentioned three that we feel confident will be kind of there um i i have a feeling there's gonna be a a flurry of iu divers pushing for this final Uh, you know um and I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a fun meet because I don't. I think there might be a little bit more uncertainty in the men's meet maybe than the women's. Yeah, and another guy to mention too um, is Jordan Rezepka. Yeah, Jordan Rezepka with that triple in on three meter. You got to believe, you know, that's going to continue to improve in all of his other dives as well. So I just wanted to, you know, make sure he got a shout out before we moved on to the next one. Yep. So then men's tower. And, uh, I guess I get to pick this one first. Um, yes, sir. You know, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm kind of looking at the list and I think you had mentioned Jordan Rezepka is one that I really would love to see just do really, really well. And he, ha- he definitely has the DD to do it. Um, but the person that we, I just kind of go in my head and I think that we have shared a ton of dives of that I kind of go with as a sleeper here. And I think could do it is max flory i All think right. uh i think of you know him training with steph sutton and john appleman and now randy and it was almost like right after nationals ended we started seeing him doing back three and a half pike like all triple out triple in all those things so um i kind of think that might be a little bit of a surprise not super bold but uh i could see max flory just having a great great year up there um, yep. for miami what about you um yeah, this one's really tough. I had another sleeper pick here. He's not a sleeper, but at the same time, I I, I wanted to pick him, but I I'm just not going to. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Leo Garcia. 
from Florida. Nice. I'm going to go with Leo Garcia. It might not be like the, the most popular pick in the world, but I, I'm, I'm so impressed with his tuck position. I'm so impressed with when he hits an entry. I mean, it's phenomenal. So just give him another year down in Florida. Um, I think that's, that's going to pay off for him nicely. The guy I was going to pick as a sleeper was Andrew Capabianco. Uh, I mean, he, he can dive tower. He (laughs) is so talented at everything he does. The reason I wanted to pick him because it's like, it's not a, it's not a discipline that you would associate Andrew with, but he used to do a whole lot more tower when he was uh, a young guy and he was phenomenal at it. And he's still phenomenal at it. Um, I just, I, it, it was a tough one to like, you know, yeah, he could, he could win that one too. So yeah, I, uh, and I think that's a that's a great call in the sense of, in my opinion, how about this? This is an interesting uh, question to ask: is if you think there's anybody that can complete the sweep on the men's or women's side, who do you think could do it, men and women? Like, if there are any yeah. divers that come to mind. So, fun fact: I had to look this up because I thought Andrew was going to sweep last year, which he obviously did not. Um, but it, the last person to do it is the Stanford coach, mm-hmm. yep. uh, Patrick Jeffrey. Yep. And so men and women. Um, I can think of two women that jump out to me that I think can do it. And I think they might be the only two that might have the ability or ability. D- Delaney Schnell to yeah, me obviously. is really, really one of the only ones. And Taryn Gillen. Yep. Those are the two that they, I thought. They got to be well, the yes. only two that are possible, but. You know, I don't, I don't know, know. I don't know the last time a woman do- has done it. And I don't know if a woman has ever done it, to be quite honest. Yeah. And, and I don't know uh, Taryn's one meter well enough. Mm-hmm. I know she's got the chops, obviously, on tower and three meter. I just haven't seen her dive much one meter. And that's on me, uh, just yep. not really knowing. But obviously, Delaney would have a legitimate chance. Yep. Uh, she would have a very, very good chance. Again, that that wild card one for the ladies is the one meter. It just yep. seems like those big dives are being thrown. I just saw a meet uh, on dive meets where Delaney did throw a reverse two and a half. So she's probably playing with a little DD there too, maybe hoping to get that sweep. But yep. uh, men's, men's side. Well, you obviously have Andrew. We've mentioned yeah, him. Yeah, we, we obviously have Andrew. He could certainly do it. Um, I can only think of two others that I think have it in – in that out range of outcomes. Go ahead. Who do you think they could be? Lyle. Yep. And Jordan Rezepka are yeah. the ones that jump out That's to me. Fair. I, Cause I don't think Jonathan does tower at Columbia. Yep. I, I know I was thinking about Jonathan cause he um, finished very well on one mm-hmm. and three, but I didn't see him on tower. Uh, Bryden Hattie is a pretty darn good diver from Tennessee, but I think he, his discipline is a little bit more on tower, but he's very good everywhere. Um, and without knowing what's going on with Tyler Downs, without speculating or anything like that, like without him on a roster, we really can't account for him. Right. Um, so those are kind of the three men that stick out to me as maybe could potentially achieve that. But it, it is pretty wild whenever you sit back and think about David Bodiah, Nick McCrory, who else can you think of like elite, elite divers that went on to be amazing and international and NCAs that never completed that sweep. You know, David know. Bedine, yeah. yeah, like David never did it because Nick McCrory always ruined it on tower, which is kind of ironic that David won the gold medal on tower, but Nick just kind of had that, that number on, 
in NCAAs. I do think it's a little interesting on the platform event. Um, in my opinion, the two best divers in the United States, at least, and this is where it gets a little tricky mixing the United States with international um, athletes within the NCAA. I think the best two American mm-hmm. 10 meter divers are not in college. Yeah, and I think, I, agree. I, I think it's Brandon Lociavo who just took home a bronze medal. And then um, obviously Josh Hedberg and who's yeah. way too young to be in college <laughs> yet. So that, that 10 meter, it's a, it's an interesting event too. You know, I love watching Zach Cooper dive. I, mm-hmm. I've noticed a little bit of a, you know, sometimes when the lights are the brightest, I I'm mm-hmm. begging for Zach to just nail one of these last mm-hmm. dives. And it seems to be one of those kind of Achilles heel. He just seems to have an awful one at the wrong time. And, you know, right. obviously I hope he gets that figured out. He is phenomenal to watch, Absolutely. but it's just one of, one of those things I've noticed. It's like, oh man, come on, you, you got this. You can do this yep. for 80, 80 points in your sleep. Yep. Make it happen, man. Yeah. So I, I'm just excited. I mean, honestly, I'm just extremely, extremely excited um, that the meet season is starting. You know, I, I haven't got myself wandering through dive meets too much yet. I think that's going to start happening in the next few weeks here just to see how people are doing, try to watch some meets. Um, I think um, before we kind of touch on some exciting news and maybe what's coming moving forward here is um, I, I really would encourage our listeners, maybe message us on Instagram. Um, if you've reached out to Aaron and I in the past, let us know who you want to predict and we'll, we'll write them down. And if you called them all right, we'll, we'll be sure to kind of give you a shout out. Yeah, that'd be um, fun. But let us know what you think. We're definitely, uh, we don't claim to be the smartest people. As we've always said, we're just two guys that really, really like talking about diving. So, Hey, before uh, we get into our fun news, yep. how is your season going at yeah. uh, Clarion? Thanks. Good question. Um, it's going good. We started our first two meets. Um, we, we, you know, we had, we were lucky. We had some of our women get their first score. They just changed the rules for D2 that you need two scores, one, six and one eleven dive. Um, it's going good. We have two of our women have got their scores. The first two meets, they dove pretty well, um, which is exciting for us. Cause now we can move forward and just kind of get training, train for nationals yeah. really. Cause we don't have a conference championship and, uh, our men are coming along really, really quick, which is nice. Some of our seniors are really taking a big step and we have a sophomore that, just learned full out and reverse two and a half competed them this weekend did well. Um, yeah, it's been super fun. Thanks for asking. So yeah, of course, man. But we had this big plea to the NCAA (laughs) division two to change something. And it looks like they did now with the two score format, one, six dive, one 11 dive. What, where's your brain at with that change? Obviously it was pretty dramatic. Um, you know, and they, they maybe could have, asked more opinions gone about it a different way regardless this is what the rules are so i'm just curious how do you feel about you know having the two score system as opposed to the one oh you're a jerk put me on the spot um you know what though i'm always honest and um, if you want me to be brutally honest i like it um i think in division two um that pre-qualification meet now this isn't controversial by any means we've heard division one athletes say the zone meet is just horribly logistically it's just a nightmare um and so again just for people who don't know what the pre-qualification meet is the athletes are they have to do a six dive list on one meter they get about an hour and a half maybe two hours if we're lucky break to warm up for the next board and they have to do it again and for the men it's not too bad there's anywhere between 
22 to 28 men every year. Um, it cuts down to 18, but on the women's side, there's 22 spots. And I think on average, there's been between 45 and 52 girls the last four or five years, um, which is, it's just a lot. I mean, um, so they're trying to find a way to combat that. My opinion would be, I don't believe the issue is a six or an 11 dive score. I believe the issue is judging at meets that maybe isn't aware of like where the divers need to be to compete at that level. And they want to get the diver there so they can just let it shake out when it's there, which is, I understand that aspect of it and that logic. But um, I think we'll still end up with probably more women than should be there in my opinion, but I'm just happy they're trying to combat that issue and try to take steps in the right direction. What about you? Well, well, and I'm from the outsider perspective. I do judge at that meet. Um, And you know, Tuesday is a grind. They, they call it black Tuesday because it's just, you're in the pool for like 10 hours mm-hmm. and you're, the women are doing both boards. The men are doing both boards, everything simultaneously. Everybody's stressing out because there's just so many people, especially on the women's side. So yeah. I do applaud the NCAA for doing something. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have any opinion on, on if it's correct or not. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to hear that they're trying something new. And they're trying something different. And of course, you know, when you do something different, not everybody's going to be excited about it. And, and that's just the way that change is. But, you know, when I saw that they were mixing things up, I was just really happy for the athletes on that Tuesday qualifying meet, because I was there, I was one of them. It was a grind. Now I'm a judge and it's a grind and, and know it's, you know, high intense for the coach as well. So it's, I think it's a good thing. Um, and we'll just see how many are there and, you know, maybe they'll be willing to adjust or if they get a good number, maybe this is the way of the future. Yeah. I just think at the end of the day, I would like to see the, the pre-qualification meet maybe be a little higher quality and less quantity would be, um, what I think at the end of the day, their goal is. And I don't think that's a bad goal to have at a national championship. Um, and hopefully it will just encourage more D2 schools, to maybe do more meets together and and now D two schools are spread out all across the country, but maybe that's something that can take place a little bit more invitational is a little more communication and competition between each other. Yeah. Um, but you know, let's get to some exciting news. Yes. Um, so uh, how would you like to announce this news, Aaron? Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess um, as you just heard, I usually judge the division two national meet and um he's been bugging me and bugging me to go to a different meet and he's been <laughs> bugging me and but and asking other people to ask me to come to this meet and i keep saying man i'm gone way too much from work i cannot do any more diving trips i can't do it there's just too much time away from my actual job <laughs> and um he pushed the right button and we are both going to be attending USA diving senior winter nationals yeah, in December. Yes. So, yeah, so we, I was able to sucker Aaron. So just so everybody understands what I've been doing to Aaron and it's <laughs> a horrible thing. It's definitely been peer pressure from all the like worst people. That, so it started with, Hey, winter nationals is in Morgantown, West Virginia, about two hours away from my house. Um, very rarely do we ever have high level meets like this, like AAU nationals. I think the red, white and blue national championships, has come to uh, West Virginia the last few years. And that's been awesome. It's a great meet to go down to USA diving brought zones there, which was awesome. And regionals, 
Uh, but they announced that Winter Nationals will be there. And then as we've been interviewing people, we've been hearing more and more that some very high-level divers are going to be attending this meet. So I keep saying, Aaron, you got to come to this meet. Aaron, you got to come to this meet. Like, you can stay at my house for free. You know, just get here. I'll drive us. I'll, we'll do, I'll get our food, all that. And he's like, no, no, no. So then it <laughs> turned into a... Uh, we went to Moss Farms, and at first I think it was uh, John, and then I asked Drew Johansson because I don't know how Aaron could say no to the uh, three-time head Olympic coach, <laughs> and he was like, "So you're going to be at Winter Nationals, right?" And Aaron was just like, "Ah, oh, Heath, um, you know." So uh, just excited. Um, hopefully we'll have some more exciting news here in the future. We're looking to try to have the meet director, I believe, on in November to kind of plug that event and tell us what he they're excited about. Um, but yep. hopefully some more exciting news to come, but no matter what the diving pod guys, Heath and Aaron, we will be down there. Even if we are sitting in the stands, like weirdos all day, every day, videoing every single dive, um, just being super excited about diving. So hopefully if you are able to make that meet, we'll be there with our diving pod shirts on, say hi to us, get a photo with us so we can share it on Instagram. Um, just really excited to hopefully see the diving community come out for this event. So yeah, for um, sure. And, and I did end up making a trade. Uh, D division two nationals is probably a highlight of my year. Every year. I love judging. I love judging at a high level. Um, and I just told Heath, if, if, if I'm going to come to Morgantown, I absolutely just can't make it happen to go to division two nationals. So I subbed one week for another week, but if this is one of those events that, you know, it, it's, it's a super high level event. It's a, tester event um kind of for us for the future you know we we put out goals for the podcast and for us and one of those goals was to hopefully one day make it to an olympic pool deck mm -hmm. and i feel like this is kind of one of those first little steps of okay now you're at a really big meet now um you know let's let's try to help out in any way that yep. we possibly can so that we can set ourselves up for the future and yep. you know it'd be an absolute dream come true to uh to end up in la 2028 um i feel like paris 2024 we might be uh, a little too quick of a turnaround to be on a pool deck there but again coming to this uh with with both of us there both of us represented it, it sets that groundwork up um to hopefully accomplish some of those goals so some of those really big ones um down the road so i'm excited about it uh, i i know it's kind of a building block one but no matter what the fact that USA diving essentially created an open class. So the international students can yeah. be there. That is what absolutely took it over the top for me. Cause essentially this is an Olympic level event without, um, you know, the Chinese members and some of the other, you know, great Britain divers, but this is, in my opinion, it's, it's really close to an Olympic level event and I'm excited to be on deck with, with that caliber athletes. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so just make sure you guys hit us up on Instagram at the diving pod, email us at the diving pod at gmail.com. Um, and then like always, please try to uh, leave us a review. I guess that's a pretty big deal. And we didn't really know that because uh, that just shows you how inexperienced we are at this podcasting thing a year and a half in now. Um, but yeah, leave us a review, leave us some uh, good comments. If you can, if you want to be critical, please feel free. Um, we'll take it constructively. And uh, we'll keep trying to bring you guys more episodes and keep sending us ideas and what we can do better for you guys as listeners. So, um, Aaron, I'll let you do our send off, sir. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, again, t-shirts and hoodie. Um, those are at divingpod.itemorder.com. Um, but yeah, that's all we had for this episode. So we'll see you next time.